see on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. listening to DC on CW Legends of Tomorrow edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Simply search Rain Man Digital. You can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. Once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. All right, I am your host this week, Lauren Alexander, and I've got Bobby D. Hello, hello. We're going to be talking about Legends of Tomorrow, Season 3, Episode 13, No Country for Old Dads. Uh, the Darks take Ray to East Berlin to learn Cold Fusion, to bring the fire totem back to life, and many a dad joke is had. <laughs> uh, beautiful use of Neil. Just dad stuff. Yeah. I All mean, episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into it later, but I appreciate any time we can see more Damien Dark. Especially his humor. Yeah, you know, and then multiple versions and everything else just makes it perfect, so. Yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit of news before we get into all of that. Comic Book Resources reported that uh, the Constantine animated series has got a premiere date. And it's going to be, you know, premiering at a WonderCon panel, which... I think you said that last week. I did say that part last week, but... The actual premiere date is March 24th. It will be debuting on CWC that day. Um, but that same day, the show will also be the subject of a panel at the WonderCon comic convention. Everyone knows what WonderCon is. Um, and Matt Ryan will be there. Writer JJ Demateus, Demateus, I don't know, whatever. And Blue Ribbon content and Warner Brothers animation person, executive Peter Girardi. So um, there'll be a panel. That's You were wondering what they were going to fill the time with. So it's a panel and then the screening. Yeah, because you had to have something. <laughs> I mean, it's a 10-minute episode. Yeah. Unless they break form, which we could only hope, right? Well. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. He's also going to be... Ryan's uh, supposed to appear on the March 15th episode of Legends. So next week... We get to see more of him. Yep. I'm very excited. But, I mean, yeah, I just the more Constantine, the better, guys. Let's keep it coming. Yeah, well, you got to figure, like we talked about, if he rides all this momentum, then they can't ignore it. Yeah. So, if, you know, these episodes turn out highly rated, and then the show takes off on the, you know, the cartoon version, it's only good things for us. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I fingers crossed. So... Uh, the other bit of news that we've got today is from Entertainment Weekly. 
John Noble will actually appear, but there's a twist. So if you don't know, um, John Noble is the voice behind Mollus. Alice. <laughs> it's always one of the... When I read this, I was like, wait, he has a voice? Right. <laughs> He's had like three lines like the whole season, it seems like. I know. Like. But yeah, he, you know, it's it's... He's going to appear as himself in an upcoming episode of Legends. He's making a cameo as himself, John Noble. Um, we figured out a very Legends-like way to actually get John Noble, the actor, into the show. Mark Guggenheim tells EW, we're very excited that John Noble will be making a live-action appearance on Legends. He's been voicing our third season's big bad, Malice. Um, but he won't be appearing as the Time Demon. He'll actually be appearing as himself. It makes total sense in a Legends-y kind of way. <laughs> Everything makes sense in a total Legends-y type way. Yeah. They, they could show him on Fringe on the TV. And I'd be right? like, ah, look, <laughs> they did a you. weird thing. That's like the one thing that I'm like, oh, yeah, from Fringe. But he was also in like Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, too. And I'm just like, I should know because of that. But Fringe. No, Fringe. fringe. I mean, when you're on a TV show for, what, five, six years? Yeah. And especially like kind of in our realm of TV viewing, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's also going to be guest starring on Blacklist, too. That's interesting. But anywho, <laughs> <laughs> that is irrelevant for now. But there, there you go. He's going to be. What's the legendsy type way? I don't know. It's like just, him and Gideon getting a fight of voices. Oh God! No, that, that I don't know. Horrible. It's it's they they're going to go to some set or something like that. I don't know. It, it'll be interacting with him as himself, the actor in present day, and I don't know how they're going to do it, but some weird stuff's going to happen and it's going to make sense and it's going to be fun and it's going to be kind of campy for a minute and then they're going to move on. I and don't know. And then we're going to remember it's <laughs> legends and we're going to buy all the bullshit they serve us because right? they've earned that from us. They've earned this. You've earned our, our eating your bullshit sometimes. Right? All right. With that, guys, let's take a quick break and then we'll get into the episode. Try to listen to this guy. He gives a hell of a speech. DC on CW. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, DEAL30, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code DEAL30. Again, that's DEAL30. Because without it, no free stuff. That's DEAL30 at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, did you know that Rain Man Digital now offers a premium service? That's right. Besides the weekly free broadcasts, Rain Man Digital now offers a premium service. And when you pledge to our Patreon page, you automatically become a subscriber. So it's easy. The premium service includes video content plus additional exclusive shows like Star Trek from the Holodeck, Comic Book Chaos, DC on CW bonus shows from us... 
Supernatural, The Crossroads, and more. So head on over to patreon.com slash Digital and sign up today. Not only bonus shows, you get to watch me and Lauren actually flub on the microphone for the first time. Whee! Uh, yeah, so you get a little behind-the-scenes action, too, if you're interested in that. We're not always perfect. And it's Mike funny, and it was so bad. It. What are you looking at, nerd? Huh? I thought I was looking at my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. <laughs> Saturday. But at the same time, then you wouldn't have this feeling that, okay, so Lucifer's just what? Sitting on his hands and knees? With King Shark. You're getting, I was getting, getting a, shark a shark tattoo. tattoo. And like, what I watched the nerd. episode Especially after. the way it ended. I mean, you end it with Ray climbing the mountain, holding out the lightsaber to Luke. And Funny Luke that some out. of my favorite westerns are coming from the Euro countries. Mm-hmm. To this day, directors and writers are able to bring the heat in terms of American... Yeah, I mean, don't be me wrong, Mad Max was really good, but they washed out a lot of it to kind of hide the special effects that they were doing. Yeah. And that's fine. Catch up on your favorite Rain Man digital geek shows every Saturday. DC on CW, Back to Tank, Weird West Radio, The Crossroads, and more. Geek Out Saturday on Rain Man Channel 001. Listen from the Rain Man digital app or tune in. Just search RM Channel 001. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. What else does the article say? I created the hashtag Saggy Boobs Matter because women are ashamed that their bodies don't appease the men's gay, uh, the male gaze. Saggy boobs are underrepresented. Oh, I, come on. This isn't serious. This is, is it no, serious? It's just the quote. I mean, wow. You're a 23 year old internet star. You're trying to make a movement for Shut saggy up. boobs because your boobs are not how society, I guess, portrays boobs. So you're going to gripe and complain that your boobs are under males can't like <laughs> so males can't stare at your tits when they're nice and they're not staring enough when they're saggy. <laughs> you know what? You know what we need? We need a good old fashioned fucking world war. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We need people to have real, real problems. problems again. This is the problem with society is we have way too much free time on our hands to where we worry about our crooked dicks. <laughs> we worry about saggy boobs. I mean, just 50, 60 years ago, we were worried about what we're going to eat. Yeah. May I have more food, mama? <laughs> Those are the things we worried about, Thomas. Yeah. Me and him were the same age where National Geographic was a thing. Saggy boobs is what we were looking at. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Geotins. <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. All right, guys, we are back. Let's talk Legends of Tomorrow, Season 3, Episode 13, No Country for Old Dads, uh, directed by Viet Nguyen. When? <laughs> ah, it's like, it's so hard to pronounce when you, whatever, when. She just... practiced like for the minute and a half of the uh, intro there. Well, because there's supposed to be an upward inflection at the end of the name, whatever, when. <laughs> I'll say it the white person way. Uh, written by Keto Shimizu and James Egan. Uh so let's just get this out there right now. We got a surprise return from Grodd, which we freaking called last week. We totally, I, as soon as that came on the screen, I was like, called it. We literally <laughs> talked about this last week. <laughs> Running out of episodes. They had to come up, right? I know. Uh, and we had a death. Bennett, we hardly knew you. Didn't really like you. <laughs> that was the, talk about a zero impact death other right? than a promotion. It's fine. 
iZombie is starting back up and he's on that show. Or did he die? I can't remember. Whatever. He was on that show. <laughs> he might still be. Um, all in the last moments of the show, though, like this was, you know, they, they like to give us a big cliffhanger and then trail off with a couple more interpersonal scenes these days. But, you know, still, that was the big moment at the end of the episode. Everybody's face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I it was perfect. Like Garad just jumping in out of nowhere. I was like, oh, look at him go. This is awesome. So Ava's now in charge of the Time Bureau. She's now director. And Rip gets Gideon to delete Ava's file after confronting her about her and Sarah. And she says, no, I, th- I think this is, you know, this is, this is real. I think she's special. Um, weird. Rip, what are you doing, bud? You but, come back and first thing you do is hide <laughs> some more shit. Come on. Uh, yeah, it was, it was one of those things. It was like, oh, look, it's Legends with Rip in charge again. Like, <laughs> we haven't got his traveler. voice out of the command part yet. At yeah. all? Nobody figured that shit out? You have this man that's running free that can control your ship? I I just honestly, like, what what do you think her secret is? Like, what is it? Or what is his? I don't know. It, it has to be something. Like, okay, before we get into what it was, the, the first thing I thought of was, like, nobody's ever looked at this file. Like, what do we know about this lady? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it just seemed like the team would have been researching somebody that was one either trying to stop them at one point two is now part of the like team i think they trusted rip's judgment he put the bureau together yeah well and she does seem to be on the up and up you know she's she's very or she was very strict about like no time bureau rules blah 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 can't break protocol um efficiency and accuracy and following the rules okay so so my theory and it was kind of ruined because I've seen titles of future episodes. Okay. And, you know, it's going to sound like I knew this beforehand and I hate the fact that I found out that this was a title. I thought there's something with her that she's either robotic, like something is weird about her that doesn't like it's like a future kind of Gideon type person okay. like with a body, you know, something like that. You know, or, you know, I went to the weird way, too. I was like, of I course wonder, you did. I'm like, they better not be, like, related. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be the weirdest fucking thing they've ever done on Legends or the, any of the shows. It was like, ooh, Sarah slept with her great, great, great granddaughter, but it's okay. And the world collapsed in on itself. Like, the universe just folded in on itself multiple times. It's okay. They're lesbian. They can't all... have kids. You know. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but, but that means she has to end up with someone. I don't know. I don't know. Bob, what happened? <laughs> so the uh, the the robot like android thing. There is a episode coming up. I want to say it's like episode seventeen. It's called uh, I Ava. <gasps> and based on the fact that we've been joking around about how like to this you know no country for old men this week, uh, romancing the stone last week. I robot, I Ava. I don't know. Like, I think she could be something like maybe the Will Smith character. Oh no! Where she's somewhat, you know, as our our buddy put it, uh, you know, David Barron in his character from Stained. You know, yeah, she has a stain. 
But uh, again, and, and that's just going off of like our whole them making jokey jokey titles all episode or all season about the episodes, you know, relating to movies. I'm so <laughs> God, I'm so like worried about this now. Like, it, it, ah. But again, like, would it matter? Would that be that big of an impact if it was something like that? I don't know. I just like, like I don't want shit to go wrong for Sarah. Like in the love v love area. The love boat. That is the wave rider. Yeah. The, the love rider. She's a self-lubricating robot. Oh, come on. Ooh, what? Gross. Hey, look, the future looks bright. If they can. <laughs> the future is bright and full of promise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you mean I don't have to do anything? This thing's self-sustaining? Gross. What? All right. But uh, the only other thing I can think of is, you know, she's the totem. Oh, okay. That's another thing. You know, but again, I, I prefer Sarah being the totem for. Yeah, for sure. You know, story reasons and, you know, let's focus on the captain, not just some random person that's been around. Definitely. All right. Well, you guys have any theories on what Ava's deep, dark secret is? Let us know. Did Rip build her? I don't know. <laughs> Listen. This is going to be my friend. Was she the... F oh, no. Poor Rip. <laughs> I need a friend. Everybody hates me. Oh, I'm going to build you. All right. All right. Let's move on from Ava. <laughs> She's not important right this second. Um, so throughout Neil McDonough's time in the Arrowverse, he's been a scene stealer for sure. Every time he's just, he crushes it. Um, and this week with the doubling down on the darks, obviously it was no different. Um, we, we got to see two different versions or ages, but the age thing I didn't really buy, but you know, supposed to be immortal, but yeah, well, a younger okay, version. No, okay. Or? That's fair then. If like, he's supposed to be immortal, there's like this, this was before he found magic. Yeah, it's very confusing. Uh, yeah. Well, no, maybe it wasn't before. I don't know. Because remember, he said, like, he had that line. It's like, oh, magic. That's interesting. That's something I need to look into. Oh, shit. You're right. But then he was like, hey, I'm not, not looking too bad for 250 or 260 or yeah. whatever the hell it is. I don't know. Listen, it's... It, uh, <laughs> wig department. Let's just... Can we just talk for a second? Do they have a Twitter? Can we just Can you put on some soothing music, Bob? Oh, soothing music? Yeah, can we just, can we get a little sidebar here? We need to have a talk with the Arrowverse wig department. Um, listen, it's not, it's not you, but it is. Um, there are good wigs and there are bad wigs. And thank you. Thank you for setting the mood. Um, and there's just... There's a lot of good wigs out there and you work for a really successful company. I'm just not sure. I, I feel like you're selling yourself short. You know, I feel like you just don't believe in yourself enough. You just, you got to believe that you deserve those nice wigs, that we deserve nice wigs. Because we can tell. Because we can tell the difference. We know what a bad toupee looks do, like. Do you think badly of us? Are we not? Are we not doing enough of something for you to feel like we deserve good wigs? Like ten years ago, you might have been able to get away with it, but high definition, we see everything. The pilot and the first season of Arrow—that's fine. That's okay. You make do with what you got. But 
guys, it's been years. We've been together for years and I just don't understand why. Why you won't give us the good wigs? Some of the girls get them sometimes. But every time you toss a wig on a guy, he looks like he's wearing a mop. Like a party city. And I just, I just don't get it. Please. I'm on my knees. I'm begging you. I'm begging you to believe in us and believe that we deserve nice wigs on our actors. <sighs> All right. I'm glad to see it was disappointing for you, too. It was such a bad time. <laughs> it was such a bad wig. I was like, oh, who's this dude working out? He looks real tough. And then just like, ah, swivel. Hair in the face. Oh, come on. It looks like the hair of like a 35-year-old man on like a 55-year-old dude's face. (laughs) It it looks like a 35-year-old like, I don't want to grow up. Peter Pan syndrome surfer on the beach. He lives in Venice and he just fucking throws out little hang loose signs and says dude a lot. He's got flip flops with a bottle opener in the bottom of them. Oh, God. Yeah, right? His name's Chad. Like, I don't, that's, that's what that looks like. Yeah. He just longboarded here. I don't know. It's just. Guys. All right. Okay. All right. So let's talk some fan reactions because we obviously were not too keen on it. But uh, comic book resources did or comicbook.com. Sorry. Did some of the legwork here for us. Um, Let's see. They got a bunch of fan reactions. A lot of tweets and stuff like that. Someone. uh Oh, God, what is that from? That's from uh, uh, No Country for Old uh, Men. Oh, my God, it really is. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, when I saw, okay, so they put a picture up of the star. I don't even remember his name, but from Old Country from Old Men. And they like, it kind of looks like the haircut they try to give him. Now, if they intentionally did that or they titled it based on the fact that his hair was so shitty and they're like, let's make a joke out of it. Maybe. I don't know. Props to you, I guess. I guess. And that guy just said that Damien Dark haircut, though. Um, Geez, Damien Dark's wig is worse than the ones Oliver wore in the flashbacks of Arrow. Yeah. Can we talk about how Dark's 60s wig makes him look like a discount atomic blonde? (laughs) (laughs) He did have the assassin thing going. Legends hit a goldmine by casting Neil McDonough as Damien Dark. His channeling the Winter Soldier in that weird blonde wig is everything. (laughs) Oh God! What is this? What is this video? I think it's it's from Dumb and Dumber. Oh my God! <laughs> it's not loaded. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Someone did. No. No. It's from um Benchwarmers. Oh, it is. It's um. I didn't actually play it. it it's looked- Nick Swardson in Benchwarmers, and he lives inside and is like agoraphobic and af- like afraid of the sun as well, and he won't go outside at all, and he's just got this horrible haircut. Oh, man. Come on. All right. All right. I think we've, unless there are some other really funny ones, I think we've about got it. But um, generally, it's... No, uh, here, we've got one last one. Okay. In Damien Dark's origin story, it turns out he's responsible for global, global warming. Also sported an equally offensive wig. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Equally offensive as global warming. Good. Okay. <laughs> When your target thinks that they can escape you, but you're Damien Dark. Oh, it's one of those Patrick memes that are going around right now. Yeah. Good Lord. Okay, with a blonde wig on. Oh, so it, it was it just was, not great. It was bad. And, and it, it, it wasn't distracting, at least, because he's a good enough actor to pull off whatever bullshit 
they put him in. But it pulled me right out of that scene when they first like <laughs> yeah, they revealed re- his look. Yeah, I, I was like, cool, this guy's tough. He's working out. He's exercising. Ooh, yeah, he's like the the greatest assassin in the world and ruthless. Yeah, cool. Oh, <laughs> we know this guy, and he looks worse. Just that that old dude that puts on a wig. Like if I showed up with like a stylish haircut after you know my balding. Be like, yeah, we've known you for so long with just like your shitty hair. That doesn't look any better. Right. It's like a hair piece, like a bad hair piece. Yeah. And you're just like, at this point, just be bald. Yeah. Just commit to it because that'll look better. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it, again, it, it, it was distracting at the beginning, but by the end, I was like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But again, it how- was that big reveal, that close up on the face. It was weird. So your costumes, how much does a decent wig cost? Um, no, no, we're not talking like high, like high, high end. But you can get for a shorter wig, you can get a decent one that's not too shiny for like thirty to fifty bucks. Like we will send you fifty dollars. I will. You can get a human hair wig for like for that's that short for maybe like 70 i don't know like yeah. it's like it's under a hundred dollars you know it's like it's not well worth the investment yeah for a tv show yeah you never know this guy might come back yeah man maybe um all right so let's let, i think we've covered enough of that uh, <laughs> we do know that he's responsible for global warming let's pin that again real quick that's pretty messed up screw you damien dark gold fusion could have saved us all yeah. Save the polar bears. Mm. It's all your fault. You are the worst villain. You don't even care about penguins. Um, and then, and then, so we get to see the real, real good, real, real good dad jokes come out. Um, Dark and, well, the Darks and... Ray go why am I like struggling right now I don't know they're just doing stuff they go to Upswipes which is the like app startup company that Ray used to work for before he went back to the legends when he was just like miserable and struggling Um, and we get all of the dad jokes ever because they needed access there and uh, oh you're the uh, you're the up down guy I'm more of a left right and just bam bam like when he was bouncing around I was like one, I was like, oh, it kind of looked cheesy, but it just made me laugh because it just seems like something somebody that was bored with what was going on would do. Yeah, that cheesy dad joke. And he's got all those mystical powers. So he's just like, yeah, left and right. Like, it's just for his own amusement. He's kind of hoping someone else will chuckle, but it's really for him. Did you see his matches? No. It was Cupid every single time. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. That was the only person, like, you know, they made, like, the jokes about, well, you know, nobody's looking for somebody your age, and, you know, you want to take over the world and all that, and every time he swiped, it was just Cupid over and over again. That's really funny. So, a little, a little hidden shout out there that I don't know how many people actually saw. But Yeah, I, I missed it. I don't know, maybe I glanced away or something, but... Yeah, I mean, it was only really on screen for, like, three seconds as he was yeah. just swiping through, so... So he ends up killing Mr. Upswipes himself because um, he's got a sassy mouth on him. And <laughs> and then he just continues to have talks with him, which, you know, whatever, man. He was alone in that room. He just got to like that talk was to a dead body sometimes. One of the weirdest scenes with just him like laying there all relaxed. 
with the body, like having those heart to heart talks. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And I think that's like the beautiful thing about Neil, you know, and his acting is that he can pull off stuff like that, that you're just like, this is so weird, but so awesome at the same exact time. And to me, it's not even that weird just because yeah, talking to dead bodies isn't weird. No, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, killing people and then talking to their corpses. Not weird at all. (laughs) Did Uh, that three times this week. Yeah, that was before I got to the studio. That's (laughs) what I was doing. It's called a Tuesday, people. Yeah. No, I I honestly just think it's so not weird because Dark has seen so much shit. Damien Dark has been through so much shit. You know, League of Assassins, mystical, magical crap. Um, He's immortal. He's died and been resurrected. He's traveled through time. He's dealt with metahumans and aliens. And like, he's just, he, he's just been around. He's seen so much shit. He's killed so many people. He's desensitized to all of it. So he's just like, yeah. And like you said, he's 250 or whatever. Yeah. So he's, it's not even that he's unhinged. He's just so in touch with the reality of things and so jaded that nothing really throws him off anymore. (laughs) He's probably talked to worse things in his life than a dead body. Probably been trapped places and stuck talking to like (laughs) things that weren't even alive before. Like, hello, Wilson. Yeah. Uh, We do get to see some sweet, sweet dark on dark action. Triple X. Hot, steamy. No. Um... (laughs) So they do, they do a prisoner exchange, daughter for scientist. Okay, whatever, fine. Doesn't really work. Uh, young Damien throws her off of the freaking ledge. Is just like, yeah, she's going to die. Whatever. I would never allow myself to have a weakness like a daughter. And honestly, that's kind of, that, that makes sense for him yeah. a little younger. Oh, yeah. I think that's a lot of people. It's always like... I always hear some of my younger friends that be like, I don't want kids. I was like, yeah, I didn't want kids when I was your age either, but things change. It happens. I mean, I'm glad you're so for sure. Right. But you'd never know. Things things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that seems par for the course for him. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like just, oh yeah, no, that that's a weakness to be exploited. That's not even like thinking of it from a human aspect, that's no. just, that is a thing yeah. that can be exploited. I, I can't let myself have that weakness. Especially being the number one assassin of the world. Yeah. And uh, and honestly, you know, it makes perfect sense because at this point, he's so cocky that, you know, he doesn't see anything as a real weakness. Not for him anyway. No. But young Damien also has such a large ego, but it's not quite, he's not quite that confident yet. He's confident, but not totally secure. Because his ego won't let his perfect record of kills go by the wayside. So he's he's like, I can't let you just take this guy. I need to kill him. I have a perfect streak. My KDR is flawless. <laughs> I need this. And again, everything that he did this week, you know, between the two different characters, you know, I guess 50 years difference between the two. Mm-hmm. You, you bought yeah. As, okay, I could see this man aging like this, and you can still see that it's just a different level of arrogance now compared to what it was back then. You know, different things. He's it's focused a different type. Yeah, yeah. He's focused on, like, a bigger picture now, not just, oh, I'm sorry, you got to, you know, I got a contract out. I have to kill somebody. Yeah. Now it's, I have to take over the world and kill everybody. He's more methodical. Mm-hmm. He's scarier because he's just confident. And he doesn't think that anything's really going to stop him or get in his way. So he's, you know, he's totally content. He's just like, yep, 
this is fine. Any minor setback, still not a big deal. That'll happen, and then we'll fucking regain control we'll of this whole out. thing. I ain't worried about it. Yeah. There's nothing scarier than a villain that's not worried about losing. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I did, you know, totem. I don't have that totem yet. He's not desperate. Yeah, I don't have that yet, and I don't have this and that, and he's not, like, overly confident. I mean, I guess he is, because he ends up getting defeated in these shows, because he's a villain, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But still, he's just like, not a big deal. Totally fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll get it handled. I'll get my way one way or another. Do you think they could keep him for another season somehow? I God, I hope so. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, how come we don't have a Damien Dark pop yet? Like, that's a good I, question. I feel a man that's been on in the Arrowverse as much as he has and being like a main villain for, you know, three yeah. seasons on two different shows. We have a Grodd even. Yeah. You should have some kind of Damien pop by now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Funko and WB. <laughs> Things and I think CW. about while I watch the show. Get a get us a dark pop. That's cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. He's a good guy. I mean, he's not a good guy, but he's, you know, a I, good character. A good character. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. Um So, do you what do you think of this Ray and Nora storyline? So, Malice is taking over her body. Ray gets called out by Nate later in the episode and he's like do you have a crush on Nora Dark? <laughs> like did, do you think I love Nate by the way. I love him so much. He is just so like just you can tell that he's like a like kind of a nerdy dude who like has really no filter on what he says. He just yeah. kind of like asks like random like smart questions. Like, like he's like, not he doesn't have Asperger's but boy, is he almost close to it, yeah, you know? Like, why do you do that? Why is this? Why is this? We do this, this, and this. He has, like, those things every week that, like, you could feed him that line and it advances the story. And it, we're never like, that feels forced. You're like, yeah, that's fucking Nate right there. Yeah. It's a perfect opportunity for, like, and they, they set up that character so well where they could pull that shit off like that. Yeah, just, like, not, like, no filter and not understanding the social cue before it leaves his mouth. Yeah. You know, like, not reading the room, just going, oh, this popped into my head. Hey, weird question. Um, hey, do you this? Yeah. <laughs> do you have a crush on her? Did you do this? Why did you do that? Did you sleep with that person? What happened? Did you steal that? Yeah. Where are we going? Why are we in 1952? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I don't know where this storyline is going to go. I have a feeling that this tie between Ray and Nora is for a greater purpose and is to maybe bring her back from Malice taking over her. Malice, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, taking over her. I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to prove... They spent so much time stirring this you know he felt guilty about killing her and then he got captured and then he spent time with her and then he was accidentally a good influence on her and then a good influence on damien and this and that and it's just they put so much effort into this that it's got to pan out importantly somehow i just so i like i hurt for ray on the inside because i think about like (laughs) you know felicity uh, every girl you love yeah is gonna suck right cock girl he was into cock girl you know, and it's just like, you know, he's lost his wife. It's like every time they you're bring up. You're going to get left for everyone else or your spouse is going to die. <laughs> yeah. It's Ray. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Aww. Aww. But it wouldn't even be like that. It'd be like, it's okay, guys. 
You know, big thumbs up. On to up. the next one. Big thumbs up. Cheesy smile with a twinkle on a tooth. I've still got Star Wars and Indiana Jones. <laughs> I'm going to shrink down to how small I really feel. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Bob, that's rough. <laughs> Maybe that's why he doesn't grow anymore. We've only ever seen oh. him go get big once. So Maybe it's like myself. It's my self-esteem balloon. My self-worth is garbage. I smile so much to hide the pain. I, <laughs> you, I only frown when I'm small because you guys can't see. I only cry oh, when I'm tiny. That's so sad. <laughs> well, I'm going to go home and just think terrible, depressing thoughts. So <laughs> no, I think this time, show is over. <laughs> every, every time Ray shrinks, we're just going to like the little Indian tears going to like go down Native American tear down his face. Oh, no. <laughs> Horrible. Sorry. Well, I really don't want to talk about this anymore. So let's talk about our Patreon a little bit and All stuff. Right. Let's just uh, <laughs> let's do that. All right. So want more DC on CW? Go to patreon.com slash Digital to get some. We are constantly adding additional content each and every month, including the DC on CW Presents, where the DC, DC on CW hosts discuss any and all things DC related. Also, the new Black Lightning series has now been added to our lineup of shows to cover. But in order to hear our discussion on this series, you've got to pledge to our Patreon. When you pledge $5 or more a month, you'll gain access to all of this plus hours of additional Rain Man digital content. Yeah, and if if you like Lauren, she will be appearing on more shows. Yes, I will. Yeah, some, somebody, got, somebody got the call up to Rain Man. Heyo! So, you know, you can, you can get more Lauren when you join that podcast here because we also do bonus uh, Rain Man shows. So. Get more of me. Yeah, more Cocking of Lauren. Cocking in your ear holes. Cocking? Cocking. Oh, sorry. It, the, the recording jumped. I don't know what happened. Cocking a gun <laughs> to point in your face. Okay, Ryan. Yeah, so big and tough with my BB Wars. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I'm Ryan. Look how muscly and tough I am. Pew, 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 pew. I'm going to do arms today. <laughs> Is any day leg day for him? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Bring it back. Um, so this week was super cool on Legends. I think. I think this shit that they're doing is paying right the hell off immediately. They're not wasting any time. They are treating us well with a new character on board. Not a new character. An old character, but new to Legends. Uh, Wally West officially becomes a Legend this episode, and it pays off. If you didn't know, his quest for legends began in the Flash episode where no one noticed he was gone. Um, And he ran off to another Earth and then he came back and then he still was just kind of... There's just so many things that have happened and poor Wally just gets kind of left in the dust. Yeah. And he's been written poorly, I will admit. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, But they... so. They they kind of did the same thing to Ray this week. That was the first thing I thought when I they're like, "Where's Ray?" I was like, "Oh shit!" They Wally Wested him. Yeah, like especially in a ship. Like, how big is this ship that you didn't notice that like your one of your dudes isn't there? Like, I wonder how long he's been gone. That's always the weird thing when you you deal with the time travel shows, and we're not sure if it's been two minutes, two hours, two days. I feel like he probably slept uh, slipped out in the like the dark of night. Mm. Uh, he crept out upon the beach, the dark of night. Um, I don't. I think he probably like slipped away when people were probably getting ready to go to bed and stuff like that. And then 
He was probably gone all night and gone most of the rest of the day. And sometimes he's just holed up in his lab, to be fair. I think they're so used to living with each other that it's a roommate situation that they're like, they're not always on top of each other. You're like, you weren't here today? Oh, sorry. They didn't have any missions. So, you know. Probably, especially when the ship makes their own food all the time. So it's not like you would walk in and see something missing from the refrigerator and know that somebody was there or something moved because... You know, it kind of just makes it as they need it. You just, you just ask for the food and it makes it. Yeah. So, which God, that is my dream. Science, get us there. Figure it out. I want to eat good food all the time and I don't want to have to spend an hour and a half cooking a big meal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. I, th- do you think they kind of like poked fun at that? For a couple reasons, because like Wally went through the same thing, maybe Pro- uh, probably not. It's probably a stretch. Yeah, again, I don't know how. Like, if it was just because like that flash episode like impacted me so much that I thought it was fucked up. Yeah, that nobody noticed. That then I was like, wait, they just did that same shit to Ray. To be fair, though, it didn't seem like he was gone super long, and then they did notice. They were like, wait a second, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, has nobody checked on Ray? There's dishes in the sink. Yeah. So I mean. It's not quite as fucked up. No. But um, now Wally is helping out around the ship and he is helping Zari and Amaya with their meditation session. They're trying to get in tune with the totems and stuff. and <laughs> Trying to get their high off their tea. Yeah, man. And they're trying to see if they can locate where they are. Um, so for the first time... We get to hear Wally actually vent over the breakup with Jesse. It was probably the realest his character has ever been to me. Yeah. I I really like when he actually gets to act. Yeah. You know, when he gets to play a character with different facets to his personality right. rather than just like, I'm Wally and I guess I'm happy being a sidekick all the time probably. <laughs> Why doesn't everybody love me as much as Barry? I sure wish I was my dad's first son. Dad, Dad, I run just as fast as Barry. Love me. He's not even black. Why do you call him son? He's not even white. Like, I'm part of you. I'm part of you. Yeah. Um. But also, oh my God, that little like, hey, yeah, no, I totally, I know Nate because he like, we used to work together a little bit, you know, because someone like broke up with him. Some basic bitch broke up with him on his birthday. How messed up is that? The cringe in the room. Yeah. And Amaya just not holding back and being like, yeah, I was that basic bitch. Okay. All right. I'm going to go. I'm just going to get going now. Like, Yeah. Not sticking around to find out how awkward this is. I don't think she's going to hold that against him, though. I don't think that's going to negatively impact their relationship. That's when you got to have like the neuralizer with you every at all times. I don't don't even think that's going to be a bad thing. He that that's not even like the worst insult. You know what I mean? He was just like, yeah, my buddy Nate, like some girl broke his heart on his birthday. That's pretty messed up. Right. What a jerk. Yeah. And And then she was like, calling a chick from the 40s, a basic bitch. She probably didn't even know what the hell that means. Right. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. But. To be fair, she did break up with Nate on his birthday. Exactly. And it, she just disappeared. She she physically ghosted him. It wasn't even texting. She physically <laughs> ghosted. She dipped out of there so fast, left shit in the kitchen, cookies unbaked, didn't even say goodbye, just, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. And again, if you've ever went through a bad breakup or 
you know, even if you were the like the the person that did the breaking up, you kn- and you know you done did it wrong, breaking? yeah, and you know you done wrong, you expect somebody to talk some shit about you. Totally. You know it. it it wasn't like, you know, it was one of those, hey, this isn't working out. I got to go. I feel like I'm missing out, you know, my time, all this other bullshit, whatever. I got to go. You know, like you said, it was a real life ghosting situation where she should have been on a milk cart and wondering where the fuck everybody was. Yeah. So, Amaya is missing. Yeah. Yeah. She'll come home, I swear. Yeah. All right. But Wally was a quick learner this week. Um since he was the one to actually rescue Ray by using the speed, the speedy speeds. Um, and he also took a passing statement from earlier in the show um, when he first encounters Mick again. I mean, I don't think he ever really, I don't think he really ever met him no. before. I think he just uh, knew of him and yeah. had seen his face and knew, oh, heat wave, that dude's a thief. Uh, and says, you know, oh, once a thief, always a thief, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, no, no. Like, we... We let him steal little things. Little like, things. <laughs> you know, Nate said that after... Yeah, he gets to take souvenirs that don't mean a thing. To be it fair... Keeps him in check. He's not the only one to do that, either. I, I would. Wouldn't you? Totally. If you, you little had, souvenir. It's not a big deal. You're just popping in and out of time. It's replaceable things. Yeah, especially if it's something like... A t-shirt or a pair of glasses that could go missing or yeah something you know. like that no big deal it's not like a baby um not not a huge deal he's not the first person to take souvenirs it's not like a baby i just realized <laughs> what you said i was like damn yeah. she didn't react <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not like he stole a baby talk to me when he comes in with like a two-year-old okay look i stole this cool thing it looked fun it said funny things and it laughs when people get hurt <laughs> Can you imagine that? I need a new friend. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Okay. Um, but the other amazing thing that he did when he remembered that passing statement. Also, okay. Okay. Really quick. I also really like when he got that, like, no, no, no. It's totally cool. Like, we let him steal, like, little insignificant things. Totally fine. It's souvenirs. Yeah. Other people do it, too. I think, who who else used to do it? Uh, I can't remember anybody offhand. It wasn't Jax. I could see not some- Nate. It was Na- someone season one. Again, wasn't it? I, Whatever. Anyway, it, if it is, I, I it doesn't stick out. Yeah, but I remember that being a thing. I remember like helmets and things like that on a display. Well, yeah, Rip had all that stuff. Yeah, but no, but not in like the library. Okay. In like one of the one of like the bunks, one of like the rooms. Okay. But anyway, so um. If you guys remember, let us know. Yeah, if you remember, let us know. Because I, I remember that and I just can't place who it was. But um, when Wally's like, oh, oh shit, uh, my bad. Instead of running back over with the speed force like he did the first time to snatch the glasses, he just like awkwardly walks back over <laughs> slowly yeah. and he's like, here you go, bud. All right. <sighs> but he remembers that interaction and guess what? He decided to take a cool little souvenir of his own right out of Dark's pocket, a.k.a. the fire totem. So now we've got the fire totem in its pieces and uh, we have the the science that we need. We have cold fusion science to put that back together. Yeah. They have everything they need. Essentially, they have, you know, they have that totem. But so in these first two weeks of Wally being on Legends, we've seen him have purpose, 
drive, show real emotions, have fun, and bring something to the show. Yeah. And it's so much better. I mean, I, I honestly believe that the Legends writers are doing him the justice that Wally West deserves. Yeah. This, this, is, this is a big character. Because I always look at it like people like Mike who doesn't know who Wally West is from the comics. Yeah, as like the personality and as a character. Yeah. yeah. And he absolutely hates Wally. <laughs> he hates like everything about him. And it, and it's sad because I think we all expected like this kind of character, I guess. Yeah. To come out with the Wally West, you know, when he was on Flash. So again, uh, I, I feel the same way as you do where it is such a, a beautiful thing that the Legends writers are so capable of. Even like this episode, you know, taking a group of people and giving everybody something to do that they're not just all sitting around like, oh, let's all get Ray. I think this is absolute proof that a good character can be out of place in a show that even meshes with that character's universe. Yeah. If, if a show reaches a point in its lifespan where it has a theme and that is the theme of the show and that is what they stick with, that's what viewers expect – you can't change all of that just for one character. And when you already have established characters like Cisco and, and stuff like that, where they are the humor and that, you know, like they've got that niche already covered. Yeah. Well, what place does that leave for Wally? You know, Wally's always been the secondary since he's come in. He's the secondary speedster. He's the secondary, like goofball, like younger guy. Like he's, there's, there's never been a great spot for him. So he's been wasted on Flash, I think. Yeah, and again, um, again, they've two weeks have done so much for him, and yeah, better than the last two years of what has been on Flash. It it was worth him being on Flash. He got trained. He got you know all of that. We he got an origin story that. without having to put it in Legends, right? And now he's on Legends, and they've honestly they've they've made his change in personality make sense too. Yeah, because of him running off in flash and being them being like, we don't know what to do with you. Go away. And he's just like, all right, I guess I'm going to go travel the world because I don't know what the hell to do with myself either as a character. Go fight a starfish. Right. Um, (laughs) good old Starro. (laughs) But you know, then we see rip approach him and he's been in China. He's been meditating. He's been trying to find a purpose for himself that isn't dependent on other people. You know, he's trying to find some sort of oneness, some sort of, some sort of peace with himself. Um, And that from that moment forward, he's been great. Oh yeah. He's been fun. He's brought up like real things. You know, he's talked about like real emotional stuff. He's, he's had, you know, goofy moments. He's had like awkward, like I'm the new guy moments. He's had purpose in the show. He's, he's given them, um, I, I don't know. Like there's been a reason for him to be there and he brings something to the team. There's a new set of powers that are totally unique for yeah. him for the first time that there's not seven other speedsters running around. Yeah. He is their speedster now. Yeah. And, and this brings something to the team that's really important. Um, but also, you know, he's not stupid and he's not reckless anymore. No. He's he's gotten out of that kid phase. The training wheels are off. He's an actual hero now. Yeah, sometimes he's still going to be a little naive, but he's not stupid and he's not reckless. And yeah. so he's not running off doing like dumb shit or just getting mad at someone and trying to rebel. Um, the only thing I wish Legends would stop because I don't like it even when they do it on Flash is when they run through the city because it looks so cartoony. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I just like when they show the body. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I appreciate like the lightning bolt looking like going through that's the city. That's what I thought you were me. saying. No, I was like, that's it's, dumb. It's like the, <laughs> no, no, you're dumb. <laughs> False. You're wrong. <laughs> False. Leave. Go. Um, Negative. I am a meat popsicle. <laughs> um, but the when they show like the body running. Okay, yeah. You it's know, a little cheesy, but I mean, I deal with it. I yeah, don't like her. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Save, but I think I think Wally, Wally's going to get the respect of fans back. And I think this poor actor is going to get some respect back because you can't blame an actor for doing what a director directs him to do. Directs and how they write them. And yeah. I'm sure he didn't go in there and be like, all right. You're going to be the legendary character, Wally West. I got the perfect way to play this. I'm going to be a whiny bitch the whole time because my dad left me. Yeah. And I'm going to want to be a speedster so bad that that's all I'm going to talk about. And I'm going to make fast cars and I'm going to do all this stuff. What do you guys think? Perfect. Go with it. You yeah. Know? Wow. We had the character rolling in a completely different direction, but like, you know I what? I like where your head is. I like where your head's at, kid. Where you, Keep up that moxie. You're going to go somewhere. You're going to go places with this. Yeah. Probably to another show, but we're going to start with your idea. <laughs> Aw. I think he's going to fit in great with the Legends crew. I think he's the right fit. And I think this is the right show for Wally West. Yes. Um, okay. So now... Nora has gained control of the spirit totem um, when she finally found her purpose for wielding it, which was to not die and to not let her father die, which to be fair is, is fairly noble in itself. You know, yeah, not dying is selfish to an extent, but natural. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's just, it's, it's self, you know, self-preserving. Yeah. So it's it, it, by definition, it's selfish, but it's not, you know, unreasonable and it's not abnormal everyone would be like holy shit i don't want to die <laughs> like, i wonder what i could do to make myself fly off this building I'm right like, hmm, oh like it's and also you know she was concerned about her dad dying you know she was willing to sacrifice herself so that her dad could live because she was like i can't lose you again i already you know i brought you back to life that would be all for naught if you just died now um we're gonna have to go back and start over oh man come on where just- am i gonna find another dad this late in the day <laughs> It's nighttime. None of those stores are open. Um, 1960s, Damon, do you want to be my dad? Will you be my dad? Uh, So it's just, you know, she's got control of that spirit totem now, which kind of is a bummer for Amaya. But I'm interested to see where this, how this plays out for Amaya and her character, especially with last episode. She mentioned that it was kind of liberating to not have that be around her neck anymore because it's just that that was her destiny. That was her thing. That was what she had to do. Those uh, that's were her my powers way. and that's it. Yeah. Um, I also, I liked how they kind of, the storylines ran like kind of dual, you know, they were in that separate dimension. And then as soon as she took over, the relative disappeared. Yeah. You know, so, you know, they did some smart, like, storytelling things that, you know, uh, made it work a lot better for me. It's like, oh, shit, she took control. And then, you know, flashing over and the lady disappears. And it's like, oh, we're fucked now. Yeah, we're totally screwed. Um, Because this whole time, Amaya and Zari have been on their little, like, e-spirit quest. Um, And when we come back to that scene and that, you know, that lady disappears and everything's all crazy and doom and gloom and terrible it's just we're we're all gonna die it's over we're gonna die um we find out why though i like that there's explanation you know there's well this paradise this world is creepy and 
a little doom and gloom and no sunshine um, because a dark soul is wearing the totem. So, I mean, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I buy it. Yeah. Uh, we also find out that the anachronisms are to tear time apart because the prison containing Mollus is fueled by time. So alert the time bureau <laughs> because holy shit, every time they're doing these anachronisms, every time they're, they're causing all of this chaos and screwing with time, it's slowly pulling. It's like they've got a seam ripper and they're, they're ripping a thread yep, each time. Just keep popping a stitch just keep, every episode. Each episode, just pop one more, pop one more, pop one more. And eventually time will unravel. Um, so, Bob, I, I feel like you think that the final fight is going to happen in that, like, space between worlds. Yeah, I mean... The Dark Realm. And, and we talked about the Ava thing earlier, because she went there too, right? Yeah. So her and Sarah are the only two that have actually kind of traveled there, except, you know, not without being high, I guess. Well, I think she wasn't, like, really there. I think she just saw into it. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I guess so. So I, I just think that's where if that's the space that's kind of in between the times and he's waiting to like I don't see him actually coming out into the real world. No. I think they're setting up that like kind of that upside down place for like the final fight and the, the, the darker and the darker it becomes, the more and more he'll appear. What if Mollus, what if he, what if he breaks out and he needs to find a host body. And so he takes over John Noble's body. That's what I want to be. A fucking 84-year-old actor. Huh. Look at know, me. I don't even know if he's that old. I don't know how old he is, but he's old. But I, I don't know. I just feel like we've got a few episodes left. And there's a lot of shit that's got to happen still. And I I don't feel like any of it's going to be too rushed. Because they they've been getting through some serious content here in a short time frame yeah they're not they're not wasting any time yeah there's no bullshit there's no filler um it's not too speedy they're not overlooking details we still have time in each episode to slow down and make sure we get those moments of like interpersonal interactions um you know between all the characters we get to still check up and see how they're doing and those moments of hey do you have a crush on nora dark yeah like, we, They're all passing things. It's not like a major storyline. It's, yeah, it's, we, it's good conversation. We still have time to slow down and and have those more intimate moments with the characters. Yeah, because uh, again, they're they're moving at the pace like a, a good pace. It's a good pace. They're cruising right along. They're not overlooking stuff, but they are like steady. Yeah, because um, even though we called like the Grod thing last week because it was the only like with the episode title made sense for yeah. what he would be in. Right. You know, but that that that's perfect because they'll they'll deal with that and that'll close down that storyline because they're probably going to get whatever his time thing is away from him, and then we'll move on to the next one and we'll you know we have what four episodes left I think yeah and, and I'm not worried about them like you said rushing it or oh well next week's going to be bullshit you know they're just gonna you know have a five minute episode or whatever at the end talking about what's going on. So they've always done just such a good job of pacing. And I think that's what we get when we only get the 18 episodes. You know, yeah. sometimes four or five episodes every season of whatever show we're watching. We're just like, that was bullshit. You could probably skip that one. It didn't really matter. Yeah. Or like, 
wow, you could have condensed that into half an episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably cut some of the bullshit out of one before that. Honestly, you know what? And I and I have that sort of feeling about, you know, if I'm watching like an anime series or something like that, I really like the ones that wrap up their seasons in like 13 episodes, like 12 or 13. You know, if they get to the point, they get through the the plot for the season, that's the season, yeah. it's done. And I'm like, great, I watched this for like two, three months and we are good and now I'm going to move on and I'm going to go do something else with my life for a little while and then when the next season comes back, I'll be back to it. Great, thank yeah. you. Four or five shows to set it up, four or five shows to have them struggle, four or five shows to have them figure it out and knock it down. Knock it right, spike that shit right the hell down. Oh. Um. Yeah, so it's, I, I think Legends has been wildly successful this season. And it, it, it's it, it's the best written show. Yeah. I mean, because we find holes in some of the shit that Supergirl's going through. And I think yeah. they're a close second, but they're blowing away Flash in Arrow by far. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think Legends is uh, severely overlooked in comparison. I think people are just like, oh, but it's cheesy. And it's like, yeah, but it's fun and it's well written. And there's some good shit in there, guys. Yeah, I, I think uh, Legends You don't get has... to complain about cheesy when you're watching other shows on the CW, all right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen Riverdale. We embrace the cheese and we move on. Yes. <laughs> what do you, it's CW. <laughs> Understand what you're watching. It's not HBO budget, guys. It's CW budget. There's yep. a difference. <laughs> yeah. Huge, huge difference. All right. Well, with that, um, I, I mean, do you have any final thoughts on the episode? Uh, uh, again, it, I, I mean, it's just, it it's just beautiful. Good. It was good. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how else to be like. I can't just be like, oh, I can't blow fucking Neil McDonough anymore. You know, yeah. the, the doubling you down tell on him his eyes are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Doubling down on Damien Dark will never go wrong. The so, only thing that went wrong was the wig, and we we did our bit about that. Yeah, That's we fine. mourned it. We. Uh, yeah so I mean with that I think that's gonna end it for today's DC on CW Legends of Tomorrow edition remember you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rayman digital app and be sure to follow us on our social media we've got Twitter at DC on CW Facebook.com slash DC on CW and our Instagram is at DC underscore on underscore CW and we'll catch you next time Not in the mood for chit-chat. Gotcha. Ready when you are. 